our theme for this Advent season, how does the light come into the world, bubbled up early enough in our worship planning that we had time to make some special plans for expression of the theme. On the music side of things, that meant David Hupp and Seth Hendricks and Amy Gall Ritchie collaborating on writing the song that we would visit again and again across the season. Seth wrote the chorus, Amy wrote weekly reflections on the scripture themes, and Seth and David developed the verses using some of Amy's phrasing and ideas of their own. On the worship and congregational life side of things, we decided to emphasize the Advent candles undertaking a project to make and deliver the Advent candle sets that many of you received, with the Erbaugh and Hendricks families doing much of the preparation and delivery work. Also in terms of worship, I worked at recruiting four persons to share Advent reflections around our Advent question, how does the light come into the world? Dan Poole, Virginia Rendler, Pam Higgins, and David Dieter were the first four persons I asked and all of them said yes. And each one of them offered answers that landed in a slightly different place, but together offered us a deeply thoughtful and faithful response to the question. On the first Sunday, Dan said that the light dwells in us, lives within each one of us. The light comes into the world, he said, when all of us reveal the light of Christ through our acts of kindness, through our acts of unconditional love, and through our expressions of genuine grace, the light comes into the world through you. On the second Sunday, Virginia admitted that right now it is particularly hard to see the light. We are overwhelmed with worry and uncertainty. But, she advised us, when it seems like the darkness is prevailing, look for the helpers. The light is those people who are running toward the crisis, ready to lend a hand. And it is us, too, if we are turning in that direction. The light means recognizing the helpers and being the helpers. On the third Sunday of Advent, Pam said these times have been hard. Isolation, devastation, contentiousness, loneliness, sadness, and suffering. All of that has slowed us down and forced us to consider what we really treasure, our connections to each other. She said that being physically separated has reminded us how important it is to reach out, to keep in touch, to show a kindness, to care for one another. The light comes into the world through the love that binds us. And on the fourth Sunday, David talked about his connections with our faith community, particularly in the final years of his parents' lives, and how he came here to North Manchester to support them in the period of decline. And when he was here, he would come and worship with us. He said that in this time of pandemic, the live stream worship services and the fellowship time on Zoom has allowed him to again connect with us across the country. And those virtual connections with our congregation have also offered an experience of renewed connection with his parents, even though they are gone. How does the light come into the world? His answer was this, the fellowship of this community of faith and friends is a bright source of light in my life. The light of Christ within us, 
the light of those who are the helpers in this world, the light of loving acts of kindness and love, the light of fellowship and friendship. Those are the ways that the light comes into the world. And now on Christmas Eve, I will take a turn in answering the question, how does the light come into the world? And my answer is that I agree with what Dan and Virginia and Pam and David have said. But I would also say this, the light comes into the world when we commit ourselves to doing justice. That is, when we make the commitment and begin to take steps toward being advocates for systemic change, partners with the disenfranchised, shelter for the exposed. The light comes into the world when we commit ourselves to doing justice. And the light comes into the world through children, their laughter, their curiosity, their need for comfort and care, their innocent questions, their willingness to wonder about things we have long taken for granted, their softness and vulnerability, their rapid growth and daily changes. The light comes into the world through children. And the light comes into the world when we reach that point of wanting to throw up our hands in despair and then something offers us even a glimmer of hope. The light comes into the world when in the midst of desperate times we catch sight of even the smallest glimmer of hope. And the light comes into the world when voices blend in perfect harmony, when all the notes linger together at the end of a phrase. And sometimes even when the harmony isn't perfect, but the singing is joyfully exuberant, there is this flash of light. The light comes into the world when we make music together. And the light comes into the world through acts of forgiveness, and grace, those moments that may seem undeserved, those moments of release, moments of healing, where there is forgiveness, where there is grace, there is light. And the light comes into the world through acts of neighborliness, people just looking out for each other, dropping off something to remind someone else, you aren't alone in the world, you aren't forgotten. The light comes into the world when we are neighbors to each other. And the light comes into the world when we welcome the stranger. And the stranger becomes a friend. And the friend becomes our sister or brother. The light comes into the world when we expand our circle of inclusion, of relationship, of kinship. And the light comes into the world as the words of Isaiah suggest, when those who have lived in darkness are able to walk out of that darkness into a world, into an age where the yokes that have burdened them are broken, where those who have oppressed and exploited are brought down, where the boots and uniforms of battle are burned as fuel for the fire, and where a child whose kingdom will be a kingdom of fairness and justice is born into this world. So tonight is the kind of night when we hope, when we believe, when we look for the light to come into the world again. God's light, 
the light of peace, the light of love. And you, my friends, my sisters and brothers, are part of that light-bringing movement, that light-shining community. When you sing, when you pray, when you act with your conscience as your motivator, when you love and forgive, when you ask questions that lead to change, when you encourage each other, when you trust in the Spirit to guide your way, when you listen carefully and compassionately, when you open your arms to those who have been too often scorned and rejected, when you are there for each other and you do good in the world, when you seek the mind of Christ and the way of Christ, you are bringing the light into the world. You are shining the light into the world. And God rejoices in that. The angels rejoice in that. And the world, whether it knows it yet or not, is made better takes steps toward healing, is turned toward hope. How does the light come into the world? It comes this night with the birth of the Savior, counselor of wonder, hero of God, father of eternity, prince of peace and wholeness. Thanks be to God, and may it be so.